Hey guys, welcome. We're your hosts, Hayley Young and Amy Keeble. Our heart is to encourage you, add joy to your life, and be a small reminder that you're not in this crazy motherhood journey alone. We have each other, and most importantly, we have God every moment, every day. We are super excited to have our very close friend Liz here. I have two children. Uh, and I have a 16 year old also. My name is Liz. I'm married to Josh. I got married when I was just 21. I'm obviously Anna. It has been very easy, apart from about four years of sleep deprivation. So I'm constantly going, I gotta lean hard into Jesus today. The privilege of walking through a number of different life seasons with her. I place so much pressure on myself to be perfect. You need to remember it's just a season. This conversation has been so encouraging. Thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone. And this is our And this is our village. Hello, Haley. Hi, Amy. How are you going? I'm very good. How are you? I am going good. Yeah, I didn't, as we already know, neither of us got great sleep last night. And so we are both functioning on half energy, mm-hmm. basically, or less. But that's okay. Bags um, under the eyes. Yeah. I can actually feel my eyes, like the heaviness of them. Yeah, me too. It's like swollen and mm-hmm. tired. Yeah, it feels yeah. like I've been crying, honestly. Yes. <laughs> Which is lovely and encouraging, isn't it? Very. So we are doing a very different setup today because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Who DIY. would have thunk it? Yep. It's crazy times. It is crazy. And we're... You know, we had just started the podcast. We've recorded a couple episodes, um, which are not our first couple episodes, but they were in person. And now we're having to do our first two episodes not in person because COVID-19 happened. And that's okay. Everybody's adjusting. Um, It's part of life. Not normally, but this year it is. And we're just going to make it work. So hopefully it doesn't make too much of an issue. Fingers crossed. Ben actually was like is Amy coming here for recording? I'm like, no. She's, and he's like, of course, because you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, yes, it's happening on Zoom. Hopefully <laughs> it will work. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got it working, but we'll see. If not, we can mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, figure that out afterwards and you guys will never know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so here we are. We're in different houses. We are figuring out this long distance podcasting thing. And I'm very grateful for technology, mm-hmm. not just now, but Literally, we socialize all the time over technology these days, which is such a blessing. And I can't even imagine doing this without it. And before COVID-19, we were doing that. Yeah, we really were. To do in the last two weeks. I'm I'm actually really grateful that we were used to that because I've had a lot of friends kind of have to learn how to Mm. talk on video and they really don't like it. And I didn't like it when I first started. It was really awkward, but... I'm grateful that we had tons of practice and it hasn't been so bad. We've been able to help our friends do it and all these new apps that are popping up and people joining all sorts of things. So I am also, we both started using an app called house party this week, which Which I hope doesn't make noises because notifications don't go silent. (laughs) Exactly. The notifications don't go silent. And Haley had a very interesting experience accidentally joining. (laughs) What, What did it, what did you accidentally join there, Haley? I don't know. I should share this. <laughs> Let's just say people were not clothed as much as they should be. <laughs> I need to I, I need to now explain. So Ben, my husband and I, we were on house party with some friends watching the Survivor finale, which we usually get together and watch it. 
Mm. And we're like, let's just watch it over house party. And we had swapped phones because our one-year-old was still awake and we'd swapped couches and somehow I was on his phone, he was on my phone, and a notification came in, join three of his friends on house party. And I said, Ben, should I join? I joined. <laughs> and... <laughs> The three of them were in the shower, not together, not together. <laughs> separately showering. Yeah. And I don't know who was more shocked, them or me. It was terrifying. Mm. Well, to be three fair, you shouldn't film yourself in the shower if you're going to be no. shocked if someone randomly pops no. in. No. <laughs> but I think that's the world we're living in now. People trying to get their heads around all this technology. And that's not the only story we've heard this week of people accidentally seeing something on House Party that they did not intend to hear so see i mean so there's definitely dangers out there but that's okay absolutely we're Make learning sure you're always everyone's learning yep or lock your room wait a few seconds yeah lock the room <laughs> and wait till you turn the app off to do anything else. do whatever you apparently need. <laughs> the camera still shows things for a little I bit know, it's i'm not sure how long be careful people be very careful be careful exactly and here we are using zoom which i think is a lot more stable but you never know i did say on the news they had some breaches i saw Um, that too and i'm not surprised considering how many people are going to have to be using it now Mm. anyway so that's been um it's been obviously a very big couple of weeks of us adjusting to this new normal and figuring out how we can do things and yeah i mean i guess both of us attend church so church has changed completely. Mm-hmm. Um, any kind of social things, that sort of stuff. It's just all different, but obviously the Kid world activities. knows that. Kid activities, yep. We don't Having have kids. kids at school yet, but oh, we do have so one at kinder. Grateful. But kinder, I mean, I'm so glad he's not at primary school because that's just mm. next level. That's next yeah. level. Okay. So Amy and I have known each other for about 11 years. We met at our then church. We're both at different churches to each other now after – you and your family moved back from PNG and you were mm-hmm. there for about 10 years. 10 years, yeah. That's right. Yep. Um, and your parents were missionaries over there, which kind of explains your crazy accent. No, it's not crazy. <laughs> it just is it an is. accent. <laughs> it's such a mixed accent. It's very frustrating. <laughs> I love it though. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But people always think you're from elsewhere. Yes, but I think I still remember the night that I met you, but I'm not sure if it's accurate or not. Mm. Um mm-hmm. No, I, I feel can like test I remember you. at the end of a Friday night, you came along to youth group for the first time and I was a youth mm-hmm. leader and I remember mm-hmm. chatting to you at the front of church where the cars would drive through. Do mm-hmm. you remember that? And was that the I first remember, time or not? Was it just you and me or was there other people with us? There were other people. Yeah. I remember a group, you know, when you go somewhere, but you don't know the people. So it's almost like the memories there, but you don't know the faces because you didn't know mm-hmm. them at that stage. I remember a group of people and there was Ali Price was there because I knew her from growing up mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other people. And I'm assuming you were there. Liz was there. But I don't remember. I was just so overwhelmed by all these people. But yes, all people, yeah. I think that is when we met. And then mm-hmm. um, after that, we actually started driving to Bible study together for a little mm. while. Yeah. You picked me up. Yep. We I remember when Raf told me that you were going to pick me up for Bible study. For one thing, I didn't know anyone at the Bible study. And also Raph I was, was like, our oh. youth pastor. Raph, yeah, sorry. Raph was our youth pastor. Um, and he arranged that for me, uh, for us. But I don't, I'm a bit of an introvert and I don't love having to talk to people that I don't know. So I was like, crap, I'm going to drive in a car with someone that I hardly know. 
but it was such a good drive and I loved it so much and I felt so I I was so and actually I was really really impressed I don't know if you remember this Haley but you were super honest with some struggles you were having with your faith when we were driving Mm -hmm. there do you remember that conversation Mm -hmm. about not wanting to listen to Christian music yeah yeah exactly that and I was so I think I was just like oh I hardly know this girl and she's telling me these deep things and it was it really made an impression on me and now we're friends still yeah (laughs) so thank you for that it did work so there you go guys even in your struggles there's Mm -hmm. good things that can come from being honest about it Mm -hmm. even when you look back and think why did I say that (laughs) there's reasons you might get home and be like I should not have said that but you never know exactly yep you never know what lifelong friend you're going to make in the process Mm -hmm. So since since meeting, we have been the kind of friends that always have something to talk about. We've always got random things that we're discussing, whether it's movies or different feminine hygiene things or life stage things. Um, we've also been fortunate to study together, to work together, to go to church together. Working together, I think, was really important for our friendship because we had gone to church together for a number of years. And then there was probably a year or so where we were at different churches Mm. And then we started working together again. And that was so fun because we saw each other every single day. There mm. was many times when we talked for, for way too long. Way we too work, long. Way, way too long. <laughs> but that was lovely and I really enjoyed it. So I think that was beautiful for our friendship. And in that year, we went away for six months. So we yes, really right. didn't see each other for a while. Yeah, yeah. Although we did see each other in the States randomly yeah, while you were there. In the middle yep. of that trip. That was awesome. Middle of that trip randomly happened to be really close in the same area in the States. So we had a weekend, I think, together, and that was really mm-hmm. fun and super, super Went random. Went picked Amy up in Pennsylvania, took her to Maryland, yep. places that you do not necessarily choose to travel to, <laughs> and it was so much fun. Exactly. What did it we was... go to? We went to a um, demolition derby. Derby, yeah. It was such yes. an interesting experience. Country. Um, it was like country, country, fair. country, county fair yeah. feel. It was amazing, <laughs> and I actually often think back to that fair especially when I'm talking to Blair about the States because he's never been. Mm-hmm. And that was just such a cultural experience. Also, the <laughs> food words. was delicious and so, so mm-hmm. fatting, fattening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, our friendship now currently happens 90% over Marco Polo, even before coronavirus. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been not quite the same as being in person, but it's actually been really good because it's meant that we can be super consistent. And, mm-hmm. you know, we both have kids and it's not always easy to catch up in person. So it's made that a lot lot less stressful if we can just Mm -hmm. talk to each other over Marco Polo. So Marco Polo, please sponsor us. Yes. (laughs) I think that's like the third time we might have said that on here. We'll mention it, yeah. Seriously, please, Marco Polo. We love it. So while we have a lot in common and we're great friends, we also are quite opposite in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. Um, We... I don't even know where to start with that. You had three kids under three or in three years. And I ideally would like to spread out um, Mm -hmm. having kids. We have one son that's 13 months old at the moment. Um, You formula fed. I have breastfed. Mm -hmm. I'm still breastfeeding so much more than was probably normal. Um, I co-sleep and you have, I said gently sleep train. (laughs) (laughs) Which I laughed at. But if I had three kids under three, things I would not want three kids in my bed, so that's different. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you don't want to wear shoes anywhere, and nope. I do, except if I'm at the beach or in my house, pretty much. Yeah. You love a good drive through at Macca's. I love Macca's. 
I'm not as inclined to go there. I do love chips, though. I love fries. Do, That's yep. my weakness. And hash browns. Haley is fries. just miles, I'm saying miles, kilometers ahead of me in the health <laughs> game. So she's definitely not a Macca's fiend like me, but that's okay. Just different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just different. <laughs> uh, Haley loves going on walks and Amy does not mm-hmm. like leaving the house. Haley loves going that's to true. the gym and Amy does mm-hmm. not like going to the gym. Amy sounds great right now, doesn't she? <laughs> just different, just different. Different, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're much funnier than I am. I don't know if that's a uh, we'll different see. thing. No, Amy can it's make on. anyone laugh. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, a lot thank of fun. you. Yeah, we have a lot in common and then we have a lot of differences, but at the mm-hmm. same time that brings us together yep. and makes friendship more interesting. Mm. It's funny because even when we were, we both were trying to get pregnant at the same time, mm-hmm. sort of slightly off um, timing, but. Mm-hmm. We both kind of had some issues in that department. Mm. And even the way we went about doing that was so yes. different because I went straight <laughs> to um, a specialist and got medication and you went to the naturopath and we're on all these mm-hmm. natural remedies and doing all these things. So, yeah, we've done life very mm-hmm. – we've gone through similar stages at the same time and we have some mm-hmm. interests that are similar, but we usually approach them quite differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just it's like beautiful. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Which is good. Yeah, it is. So we thought today we would ask each other some questions because uh, most of our other episodes will be interviewing other people and we've recorded two episodes already, we'll be honest mm-hmm. and say that, and then we thought, <laughs> what, we need to interview each other or get to know each yep. other a little bit. Um, so, Amy, could you please introduce your family to us? Happily, yes. Um, so my name is Amy, obviously. I'm married to Blair and we have three little kids. We had three under three. So my oldest is now three and his name is Charlie. And then we had Hunter who is turning two in July. And then we just, in September last year, we had Elodie. So it's been crazy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're beautiful. They're so much fun and they're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) As only life could be with three kids under three. Exactly. If it wasn't crazy, there'd be something something very, very wrong. Yeah. And what year did you get married in? Yep. So I got married in 2015 um, in March. In March. And what was the best part of the day? Honestly, this is going to sound... Leaving? (laughs) Leaving the reception. I'm not a huge party person, like, as in if it's about me. I really Mm -hmm. felt awkward on the day and was really stressed, as most people are, in the lead up to Mm -hmm. their wedding. Um. And, you know, things went wrong on the day, but like it was a beautiful wedding and I really loved it. But the whole time I was like, I just want to leave. Like my bobby pins in my hair were giving me such a headache. And Mm -hmm. we actually left at like nine. Like we left really early because we were just both really tired and we're like, that's our party. So bye. Good on you. (laughs) It was really good. I can't even remember what time you left. So clearly it didn't have an impact on guests. Yeah. Well, actually, I remember on my way out that you guys from girls group were like, let's get a photo. And I was like, I've got to go. And then (laughs) we got this really rushed photo. And later I was like, Amy, you should have just taken (laughs) taken a little bit of time and been like, no, let's take a photo. We did get one, I think. But it was like in the chaos of everyone being like, I think think we just decided we're going now. And then we're like, okay, quickly say bye to everyone. So it was just a bit like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But it was my favorite part. (laughs) I love that. So now you've heard a little bit about me, Haley. Can you introduce us to your family? Mm-hmm. I'm married to Ben. We've been married for seven 
years. Wow. Can't work out if it's seven years this year. No, it was seven years last year. Um, and we have a 13-month-old son named Parker, and he is mm. just the best. And we have That's a three-year-old so dog named Louie, who definitely was our fur baby. He's a spoodle and is curled up next to me right now because he mm-hmm. wouldn't be anywhere else. And I'm just hoping no one walks up the driveway because he will then bark <laughs> at them, which he only started to do since we had Parker. So I kind yeah. of like that's a bit of a protective thing, but it's also yep. really annoying in moments like this or if Parker's asleep. <laughs> yep. Do you but think it is a protective thing that he started doing that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. he never did it beforehand. Mm. So How funny. That's beautiful, really. It's kind. Of, yeah, it is in a mm. way. Annoying, Just, but beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> look at the beautiful side of it. Exactly. Um, and so you you guys got married in 2013, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is right. Um, what was your favorite part of your wedding day? Oh, I loved our wedding day. Um, mm. I think I just loved having everyone that was closest to us and mm-hmm. the people that we loved in one place because how often do you get to have all your favorite people together. Yeah. Even you From think of birthdays, network. people don't necessarily mm. fly interstate for birthdays. Mm. And we have, we both have quite a few um, family members interstate. And we even had friends come from interstate. We didn't have anyone come from overseas, I don't think. Um, but it was just fun. It was, mm. yeah, all our favorite people together. It um, was a beautiful wedding. Yeah. I loved that wedding. And the dance party at the reception was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I have got it, the best photo of you dancing. Um, I just love it. <laughs> Actually, I think I've used that as my profile photo mm-hmm. for a number of things because yeah. I'm like, nope, that doesn't get it much was better than one. that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your photographer was very good. And neither Ben or I are huge dancers. Like we're not the first ones to be on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. But the dancing was so much fun. It mm, was awesome. It was so much fun. And we just had an iPod plugged in. We didn't have a DJ or a band. Yeah. Um, it was. It wasn't even tons of space or anything like that. No, which I think might yeah. have helped. It, it may have. And I, I think, yeah, it makes it, it makes, it's a good, uh, what am I trying to say? It's a good indication of a very good party when everybody's into the dancing. And mm. I think that was, everyone was just, had just had such a good day and it was just such a beautiful reception. And we're all like, okay, let's just dance our butts off. Thank you. It was really good. Yeah. So before we mentioned that you are to change um, topics a little bit, that you have an accent and that's mm-hmm. because you grew up as a missionary kid. Yeah. Can you tell us where you grew up, um, what your parents were doing and what was it like being an MK, which you yeah. guys commonly refer to yourself yep. as? Yeah, so I grew up in Papua New Guinea. My parents were there as missionaries with Wycliffe Bible Translators. My dad is a helicopter pilot, and he was um, doing helicopter piloting over there. Um, So they've got lots of PNGs full of different villages. Like there's over a thousand different languages and all these remote villages that really don't have, like they're very, very remote, and you can really kind of only get into them a lot of the time via helicopter. So it's Mm. definitely um, an industry that they or a, a work that they needed there with Wycliffe. So we went over and we were there for 10 years and I just stayed on this um, this kind of missionary base, which is, I think it's the biggest missionary base in the world. And so it, was, it wasn't fully like living in normal PNG. It was kind of like a little mm-hmm. mini American village in mm-hmm. lots of ways. And actually that's what they kind of, they kept 
PNG would have like tourist brochures that would come out and part of it would say go visit mini america which is our little town <laughs> yeah which is a little bit upsetting because i think we were like oh we're not doing very good with cultural whatever the <laughs> cultural assimilation or whatever that word is but yeah so it was it was not you know quite as wild as maybe it sounds mm-hmm. um but it was a beautiful little town and i had the closest friends i think we have 200 people in the high school at the most ever and I had a group of three, 30 people in my class and we were the closest friends and we just had so much fun um, hanging out all the time. And I don't know, like just childhood was super, super rich and I am so grateful for it. It was definitely different. Um, we were definitely, you know, bored a lot of the time. There wasn't anything, there wasn't internet, there wasn't stores, there wasn't cinemas, there wasn't anything like that. So we kind of had to make our own fun, but mm-hmm. it was a good way to grow up, I think. It's um, something that I can't even imagine. It mm. sounds pretty special. It's very out of this world. Um, and also, you know, being kind of secluded from the world mm-hmm. made it made us kind of sheltered in a lot of ways. So coming back to Australia was hard because we had to learn a whole new culture and a whole new way mm-hmm. of life and, and, you know, different ways of interacting with people and different cult. Like it was seriously like a completely different culture, even though mm-hmm. I am Australian. Australians were completely different to what I was Mm. used to so it was good and I wouldn't trade it for the world but there's definitely positives and negatives yeah absolutely so Hayley your parents are just amazing people and they have done they're so successful and they're so talented and they've done so much over their lifetime and your lifetime so you've had Mm -hmm. some really cool experiences with different I don't know, seminars and camps and just experiencing lots of travel and stuff to do with their work. Do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown of what that was like for you? Oh, that's a big question, but a good one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, my parents have been very entrepreneurial and have had some great opportunities in their adult life and therefore created some amazing opportunities for us growing up. So I Mm. totally um, feel very privileged for the opportunities that we got growing up and I'm very aware that they're not necessarily normal. So we did get to travel quite a bit. Um, Mm. We got to go to Disneyland a few times as kids and Disney World. Um, It's just amazing places. One of um, the highlights was going to the Sydney Olympics and being at the opening ceremony. Um, wow 10 rows from the front which was Are you serious? unreal yes That's insane it, it was unbelievable um so I think I was 11 then wow maybe grade five or grade six I'm not quite sure but yeah mm-hmm. we um had some really cool experiences and then with some different connections I got to go on my first trip on my own at 16 and I went over to America and um went to a camp and it was crazy because I went with two other people that I didn't know, 16-year-olds, that my parents knew their wow. parents. And wow. one of them lost their passport while we were away and oh all his gosh. money. <laughs> you poor 16-year-olds. It was crazy. We were having to work yeah. out consulate visits. Um, internet banking wasn't the same. So mm. his mum couldn't get him money but she could oh, because he had left his bank card with his passport and all his money mm. in the back of the seat on the airplane that then oh my goodness. was never found. So we certainly learned a lot on that mm. trip. Um, yep. 
And since then, I have just loved traveling, have spent a lot of money on traveling. Sometimes I think I could have paid off my house. No, it's definitely not that much. But um, when we decided we wanted to buy a house, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've spent so much money on traveling. But, <laughs> but that experience. Amazing experiences. Yeah. Really money can't buy and exactly. um, feel super lucky. Hmm. And I will say that I think I feel like you've always had a real maturity and that may be just personality as well. But I definitely think that you having those experiences and like even going to the States when you're 16 with mm-hmm. other 16 year olds, most 16 year olds would fall apart if that happened. But that's mm-hmm. like, I think you've just had this real solid maturity and wisdom about you ever since I've known you. And that's mm-hmm. been since you were like 19. So I definitely think you got a lot. A funny that. part of traveling. So I went away when I was 16 and then when I was 18, both to America, I went to the camp again. And mm. um, then when I started uni, I had to catch the train into the city and I was terrified. I'm like, <laughs> I can't catch the train. I need to drive. But I didn't have a car. Mum and I were sharing a car at that point. And she's just saying, Haley, you've traveled overseas. I think I had done it three times at that point yeah. on your own. You can catch the train into the city. I'm like, I can't catch the train into the city. <laughs> I don't I think so about much. it. And I'm like, what was I thinking? But well, it terrified unknown, you know. me. Yeah, that's so funny. She's like, don't be silly. You can do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's amazing. I love, I love that so much. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> so church obviously looks really different at the moment because we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that looking like for you guys in this current season? Mm-hmm. So it looks like on our couch in our pajamas. And um, we are tuning into another church actually at the moment. So we don't have the resources to film and live stream ourselves. So we're tuning into another church, which they have um, a number of churches doing that with them. So it's really cool, a cool use of resource. And um, they've got some campuses actually overseas, but then just friends churches around the country tuning in. So whilst it's not our pastors or our worship team it's still the word of god it's still music to worship with and i think it's a change for everybody now so whilst that's an additional difference like church doesn't look the same for anybody but one of the cool things we've been doing is having um, get-togethers on zoom so we do like foyer chats before and after the online experience and social gatherings on saturday night so anyone can come in and there's someone hosts a game and um, just to connect and connect groups obviously still run but over zoom how great is zoom i've been using oh zoom goodness. for a few years for work but some people are like this it's, new tool is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> saying, is it's it a cool new app that new. someone's made for coronavirus? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's different but great. And before um, this season, um, Ben and I were quite involved with our church starting. It was a church plan about five years ago, and we helped our friends plant the church. Um, but in the last 12 months, I haven't been as involved. So I went from serving every Sunday in some capacity and being on the board to, um, just attending because nap times would, I guess, influence whether you could be there on time or, um, whether you would get there at all. But Ben still has served most weeks, probably every second week, um, in the last year. So he's very involved in the sound and media team. 
uh, and we run in a high school, so setting up as well. But being a mum and church um, has been super different to my involvement prior because I was quite heavily and actively involved. So that's been quite a shift, but a cool one. What about for you currently? For us currently, we, well, actually, currently in the coronavirus situation, my husband and I are in charge of the setting up of the online services, which has been honestly a huge undertaking and neither of us are trained in media in that way. So it's been a massive growth curve, um, but really enjoying it. I mean, even just before we recorded today, I was working literally all day yesterday on this morning's service. So it's been really good and obviously something that I enjoy. Otherwise I wouldn't be putting that much time into it. I just wouldn't be passionate enough to do that, but um, it has been huge. However, it's been a huge blessing. I think like we've, I think what's really cool about your situation is you're experiencing the body of Christ in such a wide way. Like it's not, it's not specific to your church the way that normal church would function. And that's really beautiful because you're seeing the body of Christ function in a really much more wide and I guess more accurate way to what it actually is. And um, we actually have been doing it with our um, specific church. And just on this weekend, we started doing a live stream, which has been really cool because it means people can chat and interact um, in a way that we haven't been able before that we were just streaming it on Vimeo. So people could do it individually when they wanted to, but um, having it live streamed together has been really nice to kind of have that community feel. Cause otherwise it was a little bit lost, um, which is understandable considering coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. But I'm the same, you know, church before coronavirus, and even now, it, with kids, it's just such a different stage to when you don't have kids. And I think it's easy to grieve um, that loss a little bit, but it's also really important to be recognizing that it's just a stage and it's actually a an honor to be raising your kids and demonstrating to them how to do church, even if it doesn't look the way that it maybe traditionally did. Um, it's still just as important. Um, so we have some speed questions that we're just going to, ask and give really quick answers for and mm-hmm. um I'll start mm-hmm. and hopefully they will be quick if you had a yep. spare hour child free what are three things you would consider doing I would get a massage watch Netflix mm-hmm. have a long long shower oh I like it I think what I would, would you do? go to the gym or watch <laughs> Netflix <laughs> yep <laughs> or have coffee with a friend without yeah. an interruption. Mm. I think I all those coffee discussion with my kids. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Amy, what's your favorite drink? I love rum. I love rum. Mm. I'm going to say coffee because 100%. Yeah. I can't, it's like doesn't even count. It's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> rum. <laughs> what about you? I think coffee as well. Coffee and yeah. water is pretty much all I drink. There you go. All right. So what makes you really angry? Oh, a dog that doesn't listen. <laughs> Chased a cat yesterday under a house. Oh, my goodness. That was bad. <laughs> oh, no. Um, just, yeah, or like a serious thing, just crazy injustices of the world. Yeah. Yep. Things that just don't make sense and you can't comprehend the yep. evil inside of people. Mm, and if you absolutely. don't get angry, you just cry and cry, which isn't bad, but. No. It's just heartbreaking. What mm. about you? Um, a lighthearted one would be mm. uh, drivers. 
that are annoying me. I seem to always get honked. Like, it, I'm not really? that bad of a driver, so I don't. Blair never gets honked, and he's much more gutsy than I am. So I don't know what the heck is wrong with people. Maybe because you've got um, kids distracting you. Maybe. I don't know what it is. But anyway, and so that's kind of a lighthearted one. Although sometimes it feels pretty serious. But yeah. And then a serious one would be I really don't like when my intentions are misunderstood. It bothers mm-hmm. me a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't mind misunderstandings, but when someone reacts in a way that they are assuming that I'm doing something the way that I'm not meaning for it to come across, because I spend so much time making sure mm-hmm. that I say things the way they need to be said. So when mm-hmm. they're not, it drives me insane, or when I think I've done it anyway. So that's one thing, yeah, that yeah. really, really gets under my skin. That's fair enough. What's mm-hmm. been your favorite holiday destination? New York. I love mm-hmm. New York. It is my favorite place. I think. In terms of holidays, there's better holidays I've been on, but I just love New York and I could go back there over and over mm-hmm. and over. What about it's you? It's a pretty amazing city. Um, mm. My favorite place has been Croatia. We did a seven-day sail yeah. down the Croatian islands and mm. there's just been nothing like it. We haven't been to the mm. Greek islands, so maybe that would be the closest thing, but it was mm-hmm. unbelievably beautiful. Your photos so cool. from that were just amazing. Mm. It was stunning. Yeah. What was your childhood dream job? Oh, I don't remember as a child. As a teenager, I babysat a lot, so I thought I'd love to be a kinder teacher. And then I did um, work experience in a kinder, and I very quickly realized that is not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. (laughs) So I am so grateful. Yeah. I actually did that. It takes Um, a special kind of person to be able to do that. uh, Amazing. Which you are. (laughs) <laughs> but I definitely could never, could never. No. What mm. about you? Uh, mine always, always has been to be an actress, always. Mm. And when I say childhood, I mean up until maybe like the year I met my husband and even sometimes <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah. So always that's what it was. You're a TikTok yep. actress. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I am. TikTok <laughs> is fulfilling that for me. Oh, my goodness. It's funny, but it's so true. Um, what's your favorite thing to get at McDonald's drive-thru? Well, a coffee, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, a coffee. And if I'm getting food, probably a cheeseburger or maybe a quarter pounder. Mm. Yeah. Nice and healthy. That used to be my favorite mm-hmm. quarter pounder, mm. but we've been vegetarians now for six months or so. Amazing. Maybe longer. That's another difference. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is a hash brown oh, yes. and chips, yeah. but a hash brown. Mm. But Ben sometimes makes me feel a little bad for spending more money on a hash brown than this equivalent of chips. Not bad. It doesn't Points, points out the <laughs> the money difference. The value. Yes, yeah, exactly. The value yep. you get, but oh, I can't go past <laughs> a good hash brown. He's, he's not wrong, but they're really good. I'm with you. Mm. What is your favorite social media platform? Mm, I think Instagram. Yep. I use Facebook and Instagram the most, but Instagram. Yeah. I'm the same. Instagram. Recently, TikTok has been my little Mm -hmm. creative outlet. However, I'm not going to tell you to go on it because I've heard so many (laughs) reports about violations of privacy and stuff like that. So I can't tell you to go on it, but it's very entertaining. I feel like I'm trying to get to know it and I'm just not grasping it quite enough and I don't want to make videos. So I'm like... Do I just want to watch? But yeah. I enjoy watching yours. Um, what's your favorite movie? Used to be The Notebook. like, mm-hmm. And then I 
watched um what is it called a star is born last mm. year i think it was then i just got i was just obsessed with that for a little while especially the music mainly the music side of things but yeah. i just thought it was beautiful and beautiful. heartbreaking what about you mm-hmm. my all-time favorite is dirty dancing yeah the music makes it feel good yeah um it's just a classic, could watch it mm-hmm. over and over again. But I don't, but I could. Yeah. And I do love the soundtrack. It is beautiful. So classic. Mm-hmm. It just gives you feels. It just gives you all the feels. Mm-hmm. If you could hire someone to help you, would it be cleaning, cooking, or yard work? Oh, I think cleaning. Yeah. I do not make that a priority. Yeah. Neither do I. <laughs> so. Yeah, a cleaner. Yeah, I would be absolutely the same. I enjoy cooking when I've got time. I don't do yard work because we don't have much of a yard. Cleaning, mm-hmm. I hate. And if someone could do it for me, I would definitely pay them if I had the money. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite radio station? Oh, that's a funny question. <laughs> I love listening to K Love Radio, yep. which is an American radio station, but it's all Christian music. I listen to it through. Um, google home and it's just encouraging uplifting Mm. can't go wrong yeah i don't really have one to be honest i don't listen to the radio much i usually use spotify do you have a favorite playlist on spotify uh i make my own playlists so my my playlist but i have a favorite artist on spotify and that's billy eilish which i sound Mm -hmm. i sound like a teenager when i say that but i think she's amazing oh no but her voice her voice is insane she's the weirdest person but she's just got <laughs> such a stunning voice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So every um, episode, we're going to be asking four of the same questions to the people that we're interviewing. So this time, obviously, because we're interviewing each other, we thought we would chat about them. And the first one we have is, what is one way you would have been easier on yourself in your mothering if you could do it again? Mm. So only been doing it for just over a year. Mm. Um, but I think... Probably the expectations of trying to do it all, which I've actually Mm. handled pretty well, but um, there'd be days that I'd feel bad that I hadn't tidied up the house or hadn't folded a few weeks worth of washing that I just keep in the spare room. And it's like, actually, I don't need to feel bad about that. I have chosen to prioritize time with my son Mm. and that's not wasted Um, and no one is being affected Yep. by the lack of tidying up or washing not being folded exactly still clean clothes yeah so I think um just if I could have known that from the very start that I don't have to be able to do everything mm. and it's actually not possible yeah and that that's okay yeah and you don't have to feel bad about it it's like no. a shame like who are you feeling feeling that for it's such a fascinating yeah, thing yeah exactly absolutely about yourself um I would be exactly the same in that regard although I think I found it easier <laughs> because I'm not naturally very organized or, you know, tidy or whatever. I found it a lot easier to just get away with that. But for me, probably the biggest Mm thing um, is, and we've spoken about this a little bit, my feeding with my kids was very um, all over the place and changeable. And and with all three of them, I've ended up bottle feeding. And I think especially with Charlie, a little bit with Hunter and less so with Ellie, I just, for the first month or so, was so stressed, so stressed trying to figure out what I was doing, mm-hmm. if I was doing it right or wrong, freaking out about doing the best thing I could for them, doing the best thing I could for me and and making the decision of whether or not to bottle feed, whether to introduce a little bit, whether to not introduce any, whether to do formula or just pump, like just so many questions. And 
I think I needed to wrestle through those things to come to where I am now, but I wish that I didn't have to feel so, I guess, guilty or burdened by it. Cause it was, mm-hmm. it's one thing to make the decision and know you have to think through it and make a decision, but it's, it's another thing to feel guilty, like you're harming them or, um, I guess depriving them of something. And, and it's such a, I think too, because it's such a vulnerable thing because it's you, it's literally your body providing for them. And when mm-hmm. it doesn't work the way that you just assume it's going to work and everyone yeah. just talks like it's going to work kind of thing, then it's, it can be just this huge battle in your mind. So I think I would have just given myself a lot more grace in that regard. Which is one of those things that you can't feel any different about it unless you go back in time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And that's, I think, one of the beauties of mothering or parenting in general. And it's also one of the hardest things is knowing that you're mm-hmm. going to learn so much as you go and that's going to be amazing. Yeah. And you can do things like this where you can share with other people and hopefully encourage them in their mm-hmm. position. But like you said, you can't you can't know that until you've learned it. It's like one of those yeah. catches, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that looking back you would have encouraged yourself to put more effort into or engaged with more? So that's a good question. I think because I'm only um, a year into this and I have been very fortunate that I've been able to engage with groups, friends, activities, um, I don't have a whole lot I'd look back mm. on and wish I had done more of. Yeah. Um, potentially in the last few months I've gotten more into daily spending time with God and mm. um, started to read through the Bible and I thought I could do that when I had Parker. I attempted to um, read through the Bible last year, the whole thing. And I was like, yep, I'm up all the time feeding. I can just listen. Mm. But I don't know about you, but I can't really learn much at 1am mm. when I'm up feeding. I can no. watch a TV show because I don't yeah. have to remember anything, your but brain it wasn't yeah. very honoring of mm. God's word. Yeah. And not that he would have been disappointed in me, but um Maybe I would have worked out a way how to do that a little bit better, maybe mm-hmm. just a verse a day or something. But, um, yeah, I haven't had enough motherhood life yet to be able to look back and think I should have done more of that. Mm. Yeah, I think one thing that I'm inspired by in your mothering is how much you have maintained doing things outside of the house, which we spoke about even just in terms of personality. We've got a little bit of a difference mm. there. but. So for me, I think I just, I was very, we were very quick to take our kids to church and have that because church was just, and is still, is just, you know, really, like I said, it's kind of life for us. It's everything. It's everyone in our lives pretty much revolves around church. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's something we've done from the very beginning. Um, And until Ellie, we were extremely consistent with Ellie. It got to just a point where it's like too much to have them um, all there regularly although we're back mm-hmm. at it now. Well, now we're in coronavirus, so it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> Now that you're doing church from home. <laughs> yeah, now we can just be in our PJs. Uh, but one thing I really wish that I had pushed through a little bit more with Charlie and then it probably would have been easier with the other ones is feeling like I can go out of the house. So even shopping and stuff like that by myself with the kids, even when I just had the two, and even with Charlie, I just felt really overwhelmed at the thought of having to, like I would only do it if I had to. So I wish I had gotten more into the rhythm of 
just feeling comfortable to just go out and if it was going to be a tough day, that's fine, but just do it anyway kind of thing. So I was a bit more mm-hmm. relaxed about it. And now I think it's kind of built itself up a bit um, so that it's even, even more of a monster, I guess, in terms of trying mm-hmm. to actually get out of the house. Um, and even practically, three kids is a lot more work than one. But I think yes. if I had had made it part of my regular routine from the very beginning, I think it would probably still be a little bit easier than what I experience now. And we've talked about too, it's how we handle things. Like if I stayed at home all day, I would go crazy. Yeah. But um, getting out of the house some days would make you go crazy. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely a how we function. stay sane yep. and function well. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what's one way in this last year that you've been connecting with God in this current season mm. of motherhood? I'd be very much the same as what you said um, in terms of it being just so hard to regularly put things in place with the kids around to connect with God. Um, so for me, honestly, the the thing that even when I'm reading the Bible, even when I've gone through times where I've been really consistent reading, you know, the same time every day, getting all my reading done every day kind of thing, I enjoy that and I feel connected to God. But when I listen to worship music, it just pierces right to my soul more than it ever has before. Um and I don't know if it's a time thing. I don't know if it's just that for all of a sudden the worship music is coming to life because I have a deeper understanding of it as a mom. I'm not sure what it is, mm-hmm. but that is the biggest thing. Whenever I've been, um, you know, feeling so, like, especially right now with the situation in the world, like feeling extremely anxious or overwhelmed, um, even just in mothering, if I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed or I'm feeling d- disconnected from God or disconnected from joy, Worship music has just been such a bridge for me in that way. Mm. What about you, Haley? That is what I love about K-Love Radio. Yes. I need to start listening. I I had never tried it, but you've talked about it so many times. Yeah, I'm a bit obsessed. <laughs> it's no, good. It's just an easy go-to. Absolutely. And it's always encouraging. And I found in this time, actually, every song is relevant yeah. in ways that I haven't felt that relevance yeah. before. They've been powerful and uplifting, but mm. not relevant in the yeah. same way. Yeah. Um. The way that I'm connecting to God now is that I started an online reading plan on your mm. version, the Bible app, and I am doing the Alpha Read the Bible in One Year um, plan, and I invited people to join me on that. So there's people that leave comments each day, and I got a bit behind for a little while, but I've just picked up where I have where I got behind at, mm-hmm. um, and I was doing all my reading at night. I'm a bit of a night owl, and then Parker all of a sudden wasn't going to sleep very early. Yeah. And I was like, why am I not getting my reading done? Cause he was up the whole time. So yep. now, um, I do my reading in his afternoon nap and I know Great. that I've only probably got a few more months of having two naps a day, but yep. still that's when I'm but doing for it now, for now. It works. and yep. it's consistent. I can always get it in. Yeah. And, um, just even leaving a comment because there's a way that you can do it on the app yeah um you do it with people and leave comments it makes me think about what am i taking away from this or yeah reflect on it as well yeah Mm. Yeah, rather than just reading so it's been really cool and i've never read the bible the whole way through so Mm. i'm uh, really hoping to actually complete it which i will even if it takes me two years i've decided that even if i get behind that doesn't matter just to keep going because i will then complete it yeah absolutely cool that's great so, Haley, what's one of your favorite verses or scriptures? Mm. I've never had really a life scripture. I know some mm. people that are like, this is my favorite scripture. Yep. But um, it would have been a few months ago that I read 
I reread this one and I was like, this is what I need to know and lean on in this season. So Psalm 23 verse one, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have Mm. what I need. And as simple and as short as that is, um, anytime I think that I don't have what I need, I just need to remember that I actually Mm. do. God has given me all that I need, even if all I had was him, that would be enough. Um, and it just brings me back to what is important, what I can be sure of, and to not get unsettled in wanting or desiring more, even on days that um, my marriage is hard and thinking that I our marriage needs to be different. No, I have all that I need and like I'm good with this. Days that parenting is hard. No, I have all that I need and God's got me. He's with me um, desiring a bigger house. No, I've got all that I need. So it just covers everything for me. So um, it's simple, but I've actually got someone um, making some artwork out of it for me. Oh, that's awesome. I'll put it up and it will be a good reminder. It's such a good, um, solid, stable foundation for everything, like you said. Like even, Mm. you know, obviously we want to work on things and we want things to be good, Mm. but even when they're not, we still have that. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely amazing. What about you? Mine, um, you know, there's lots of passages that I love and I think each season brings up different ones that are more relevant. And right now, like you said, with the worship, with the um, Christian radio station, like every worship song I hear is just so relevant. All these passages I see is is so relevant, like it never has been before. But one that's kind of followed me through um, is the passage in Matthew 6 about being anxious, um, because I do tend to be an anxious person and, and I can find myself very much caught up in that anxiety before I even realize that it's been on me. Um, so throughout my whole life, this has been something that's come back every now and then. And really it's the whole thing, but it's from um, mainly from 25 down to uh, verse 34. And I guess really it's just the last verse where it says, therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And I just love that even though, you know, it can sound a little bit scary in and of itself because every day has got its own trouble, but Mm. it's like there's literally nothing you can do. And it even says earlier in the passage, like you can't add an hour to your life by being anxious. And I think that's, that's been such a freeing thing for me, knowing that that's not what God wants for me. Um, Mm. Knowing, because I think it can feel like you have to be anxious. You have to be burdened with these things. And that's actually not how God functions. And it's not what he wants for us. Um, And it's not going to add anything to your life it's literally not going to add a single hour being anxious about things it literally only robs us it, takes it only robs today or this hour exactly it disables you from actually seeing what god's doing right mm-hmm. now um and being present in the right now so that's been a huge one for me it really has especially in motherhood <laughs> um mm-hmm. especially right now and coronavirus all of that sort of stuff has just really been an encouragement that's awesome yeah i love that well so cool to chat with you it is we are so excited to be sharing this podcast with you we're so excited to be sharing um the people that we've got around us and hearing from all these mums that have learnt, gone ahead have experienced all these things and we're so grateful for you guys to be listening and this is our village thank you for joining us today on this is our village if you enjoyed the podcast please remember to like subscribe and review and please share it with any mums that you think might benefit from this community This is our village, but we'd love it to be your village too.